Last Why God's Standing. No, welcome to Last God's Standing. No. Do that to me. I'm Teresa. Do I, need to, I don't need to know anything going in. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's Danny. That's Juliana. We've started Juliana recording. It's going to happen. Yeah, because what she does to me, I'm in mid-sentence, and she's like, welcome to Last God's Standing. People like to hear... We're recording. Our stuff. They like to hear how funny and anecdotal we are. <laughs> our listener singular likes to know <laughs> well we must have we have like 59 listeners they're like i know i love them all i don't know who they are but thanks but we, they're wonderful all of them they are they'd be they are. 10 times as wonderful if they left us a five-star review well i was going to offer an incentive for that <laughs> Girl, so say, All right, listen. <laughs> PG thirteen at best. All right, <laughs> not with these gods. It's not. <laughs> I was gonna offer that if people left us enough, if we got enough comments, we can pick sides like how many and reviews. Then maybe you and I would drunk watch the Clash of the Titans, the new one or the old and one, and stream it. Whatever. Whatever. And we can mystery science theater that shit. Drunk. <laughs> you don't think they're drunk at mystery science theater already? Yeah, I mean, I would. That think. little that little robot is probably drunk. Yeah, the robots drink heavily. No, 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 that's true. Yeah. Oh, because you said PG thirteen, I should ask: Is there swearing on your podcast? Or... Oh my god, there's so much fucking swearing. There's an amount of swearing <laughs> that is astonishing, guys. Open. We are talking about what an idiot I am. What? Every time I do something okay. on the computer, where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna see if we did get any reviews. I should check before I be like, nobody reviews us. And they're like, do you want to open iTunes? And I'm like, sure. And I was like, damn it. I haven't updated iTunes in like two years. They're going to be like, do you want to update? Do you want a lot of notifications right now? But we're on Spotify now, too. Yes, we are. Oh, not. I know. I was very excited. We have three ratings. Are we still recording? Yes. We're always recording. We have three ratings? We have three five-star ratings, but it doesn't look like anybody wrote any words. But I'll take it, you know? All right. Well, yeah, but we need more ratings and more words. Let's find us on the Spotify. Oh, it doesn't say. And then you can uh, listen to Teresa and I get drunk and watch a bad. It probably should be the new one. <laughs> because, or we could watch, what is it? Oh, when we do the Egyptian gods, the gods of, no. we can do gods of Egypt. Yes. Because, boy, is that going to be fun That's to uh, right. rip. That was horrible. I mean, talk about unrelated. They should have just called it something else. <laughs> Um, also, we have our lovely guest star, Juliana, which we didn't properly introduce. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you delightful 59 listeners. They're wonderful. Juliana. Juliana, I know you started a consulting business, maybe? I don't remember what you told me. It's, yes, it's going to be a consulting business. It's in the process, but my accountant said I didn't have to rush getting the actual business set up. So I am I am a consulting service. Mm. Well, once you get it's links. Really, uh, Go on. Yeah, I got to get a website and everything. That's exciting. What are you and consulting for? 
Um, well, I'm pitching PR clients, and I want to do some like coaching, coaching students, high school students going into college, college students going into the workforce, and also bariatric patients too. I feel like I have a unique view on it. That's awesome. Yeah. I definitely wish I had. Um, it would have been good when uh, I was putting and I was looking at all the schools for Gina and stuff. I bet. I could have like hired somebody to just wade me through half the crap before she went to college and like her too. Oh my God. Is that a thing people will pay money for? I would. Isn't that what you just said? I guess. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Um, that that could be a component of it. Working on college stuff. Yeah. That's great. I was also talking about sort of like the emotion of it, you know, No, Uh, that's how, how to know when to pick, the hard thing and when to do what's expected of you and when you want to, you know, if you want to be an artist and your family wants you to be an accountant, like how to fight those battles, things like that. Oh, those are really good too, though. Getting people to their authentic selves earlier than I did. That's my, that's at <laughs> least say, it's kind that of a, all of our story. <laughs> yeah. I get an odd uh, satisfaction from it, from le- helping great, people skip, skip steps. Well, you know, I, I feel like in situations like that, it would just probably save a lot of stress and therapy later on in life. <laughs> stress and therapy, baby. It's what I'm made of. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ugh. All I have succeeded during the pandemic is my cross-stitch game is, like, on point, and uh, no. my my bangs finally grew out. Oh, yeah, I'm getting my hair cut on Thursday for the first time in quarantine. I got a trim like two months ago, and the lady was like, "Do you want me to fix your bangs?" And I was like, "No, because if something happens, I don't want to have to go through all of this to out to mow them out all over." Again. Yeah, you're like, no. <laughs> I won't even get my nails done. I'm like, no. I have been three times to get my nails done, so that's fine. No, I mean like my- not even any color. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I, uh, my those bitches off. My hairstylist is in the city, and I just haven't been going. I only went in once to pack up my office. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, But this week I have doctor's appointments, because before I have to figure out what insurance, I figure I hit my deductible, so I'm just going to go to all the doctors. That's smart. Perfect. And then I was like, well, if I'm in the city going to the doctor, I might as well get my hair cut. Listen, if you have to make the trek, you might as well make it worth your while. (laughs) Yeah, I might as well do so. And Teresa's been very quiet. I was looking for reviews, you guys, and I came up empty. (laughs) I guess there'll be no drunken uh, movie time. Oh, there will be, I bet. They have to leave a comment. They have to leave a comment. So, Juliana, this is our Sweet 16. Sweet 16, is that right? I'm going to say yes, it is. I keep calling it quarterfinals, but it's a Sweet 16. So each week we've now had to pit two deities against each other. Um, we've already done these deities before, but now we're giving like the short and sweet versions of them. And you, as the guest star, get to pick who goes to the next round. Okay. Um, we That's have no very criteria. Exciting. <laughs> it no is. Criteria. There's no criteria. Um, there's nothing okay. you have to base it on other than your feelings. Um, you know, personal we've had preference. personal 
preference could be because they remind you of a favorite song. It it, it can be so random. It doesn't even matter. You can okay. ask all the questions you want, and uh, that's pretty much it. It's all in your hands. All right, I'm excited. Mm, so much power. We have some exciting deities. It is. It is a lot of power. I mean, you're talking about deities here. It's like Zeus power. Yeah. Mm. Well, Teresa, are you still looking at reviews? No, I'm looking at my notes, which are your oh. notes. <laughs> my notes are heavy. <laughs> they are heavy. The what? god, the goddesses we're doing today are Athena, the god of strategic war, and Persephone, the goddess of the underworld, and what else? Spring-ish? Uh, yeah, what? from uh, from Hades Town. That's She's right. Oh my god, I saw that. That was so good. That was so good. Wasn't that so beautiful? And oh, that woman goodness. was so badass. I don't remember her name, but she was amazing. That, yeah, uh, the whole cast that, was amazing. When that show ended, I wanted them to just do I was like, could you guys just do it again? Like, could I just see it again? Oh, it was, yeah, the whole thing was really great. I um, I got to see it last last year. Uh, well, clearly yeah. nothing was open this year. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was so well done. So well done. I was telling yeah. everybody, if you get a chance, go see this. Like, It was so beautiful, so beautiful. Um. Actually, one of my tattoos is based on uh, the lead guy, uh, Andre DeShields, uh, the older black guy who was like floating oh, across Hermes. the page. Yes, 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 he played Hermes. Um, in his acceptance speech for his Tony Award, he talked about his rules of life, and one of them was slowly is the fastest way to get where you need to be. Aww. And I was like, oh, that resonates with me so much. And I mentioned it to my therapist. And she was like, you should get a tattoo. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. And she was like, yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> she was like, you should look at it every day and remind yourself of that every day. And so I did. And it's amazing. I saw the guy who plays Hades in an episode of Law & Order SUV. SUV? Like, SVU? Oh, uh, Patrick Page. Yeah, he, and I bet he was the murderer, too. He, he, yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was. He's a great villain. He was He's like, a great villain. He was like a rich businessman, of course. So it was just him in a black suit again. <laughs> He's a big dude. No, he is a big dude and an excellent voice. Yeah. He's got a voice like so deep, Teresa. Mm. So deep. And what's funny is when I met him, I met him 100 years ago. Um, he was Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast, which is so really? antithetical to this thing that he does now. Um, because, yeah, That's like, crazy. he is the person, like, if Hell was going to sing a musical number, it would sound like, what was that? Like, the Build the Wall song. Oh, that turned my children, that was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's he's, what, that's he's what, not as, I found he wasn't as light on his feet compared to Persephone. Like, she just convinced him. But I think it was just because she's amazing. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He's but not they really definitely all had, they definitely all had chemistry. It was, it was really nice. It was beautiful. Oh, I think I know where this might be headed, though, because I don't even uh -oh. remember. All right. the first We're going to let Teresa go first. I was going to say, it sounds Go like... back to the first deity, because Listen. I need to... Oh, it was Athena, the god of strategic war. That's right. Athena... As opposed to a different kind of war. Like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm like, the scales are already tipped. Athena's got a lot of heavy lifting to do now this episode, because you guys have such very fond <laughs> she memories. She really does. <laughs> Persephone, Can man. I, well, here... 
do you want to do, do you have like a procedure that you do or can I ask a question first? You can ask a question first. The god of strategic war as opposed to the god of what kind of war? Like why? Of Ares. Or does it just mean like of, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about Ares. All right. That answers my question. Thank you. Uh, she's. And also shows you the level at which I'm working. Here. Well, that's great, though. It's actually a valid question. It, it's a valid question because I don't. I don't think. Like, a it's lot not. Aries is a pretty well known. Aries is a pretty well known god here. He so. is, but he's like like charging, like not think. Yeah. Whereas Athena's like no, but strategic war. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, of course, the god of strategic war is a, is a woman. Yeah. Yes. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> And the god of, like, lunatic rage war is a man. So already that gives her bonus points. Let's get into it. She should get a fair shake. It's not her fault that she wasn't a musical. No. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that Ares was such, like, a big, uh, like, pound his chest flying to war. But the second, like, Athena or anybody else, like, gave him a little bit of grief or, like, tripped him while he's going up the stairs... He would cry to Zeus on It's Not Fair to Him and Athena hurt me so bad and it hurts, Dad. It hurts real bad. And Zeus was like, what a pussy. He's a, he's a whiny dude, man. Oh, the whiniest. He didn't even get a, a throne. He's not even in this competition anymore because it was... It, no. I didn't realize it was so bad, but it was every single time. Anyway, he got when he gets caught with um he gets caught with Aphrodite in a compromising sexual position by Aphrodite's husband, and he it, it like oh my gosh he was just absolutely mortified, and I I don't know if Aphrodite was mortified probably not, she was probably like yeah you know how it is, <laughs> I'm the goddess of love expect nothing less yeah for real. Uh, but we're with Athena today, so she's the goddess of wisdom and war, and the patron patroness of Athens. She also rules over courage, inspiration, civilization, law, and justice. Um, the arts, crafts, skill, mathematics, spinning, and weaving, which will come in later. Uh, she's usually shown wearing a helmet and holding a spear. And her symbols are owls, olive trees, snakes, and the gorgon. Right? I spelled that. Mm, 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 mm. She invented the chariot. Uh, we mentioned Ares being a little bitch, which she is. <laughs> her mother is Metis, uh, which means wisdom. Uh, Zeus had chased her. Chased. And changed forms mm. to... Oh, she changed forms to escape him. But that didn't work. Why would it have? Oh, man. I'm sure... It, it never does. Yeah. It never works. And I'm sure Zeus was like, I'm super into it. <laughs> he was like, I was only kind of on board, but you turned into a bird and now I'm double down. <laughs> okay, so an oracle of Gaia prophesized that Medus' first child would be a girl and that her second child would be a boy that would overthrow Zeus. Kind of like what happened to Zeus and his siblings with Kronos. Kronos swallowed the kids because he was like, oh no, I heard one of them is going to kill me. I'll eat them all. And then one of them did kill him anyway. It was Zeus. He did that. 
so Zeus swallowed uh, Metis herself while she was pregnant. And he was like, I'll just cut it off right at the pass. <laughs> but instead... I mean, it's a way to go. It It is a way to go. So so Athena winds up not being born of any woman because she's... She, um, somebody hits... I forget which one of them hits Zeus in the head, right? With an axe? I thought it was Hermes. It, Hermes um, hits Zeus in the head, splits his head, and... Because Zeus was complaining about a headache, right? Right. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, from his head, Athena was born. She just leaped out. She was causing a headache. All right. She's great. So uh, she's the patron god of heroes. Uh, she's also a virgin goddess. So she never takes a husband or... All right. So now I think there's like where I'm reading this. This gets into probably maybe some notoriety nope that is what you wrote for the spinning humanity let me see should i have read this ahead of time yes did i also no okay so i'm winging it so okay i'm ready i help you you help me <laughs> i help hephaestus i think it was it was hephaestus and athena right with the leg mm. Yes. Okay. Because I'm like, that's what this sounds like it's about to be. Okay. King, I can't say any of these words. Erythironis, uh was Athena's son, technically. Even though... She fostered him. She, right, she fostered him when he was born from Gaia. Uh, but the reason why she did that in the first place is because she went to go visit Hephaestus in his forges and be like, hey man, can you make me some arrows or whatever? Or swords? And I think Hephaestus was under a love spell from Aphrodite. And he came after Athena in a very sexual way. She was like, whoa, man. I don't want any of that. And it was too late. He came on her leg. And she was like, oh, bro, gross. And, sh and flicked it off her leg and it landed on the ground. And a child appeared. <laughs> She's like, I mean, I'll foster it, because, but, like, technically not mine. Right, because Gaia got him pregnant. That, that's a little bit fucked up. Right? Like, right on her leg like that? She must have been absolutely, she must have yacked right there. Because they were, like, best friends forever. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this. She had to put up with that. Yeah, they were actually friends. Because she was, she, he, didn't he help, I think he helped created, create the chariot with her. Yeah. She was like, can you help me build this? He was like, you bet. And then she came back for something else and he was like, juice on your leg. And she was like, no, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> she definitely told that story at the Yule party. At the Saturnalia oh, yeah, party. <laughs> I mean, we're still telling it. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty funny story. She got into a contest with Poseidon to see who would be the patron of Athens. Now, not to give it away, but Athens is derivative of Athena. So I think she had it in pocket <laughs> right there. Uh, but Poseidon... No, that's fair. Uh, he was like, I'm the god of the sea, and look at all this niceness that I can do. And I don't remember what he brought to the table. Horses, maybe? 
It was horses, I think. So, yeah. And uh, and she won by creating the olive tree because you can eat from it, you can build shelter from it, you can make clothes from it, you can do like everything from an olive tree. You can get some sweet olive oil. Shade. You can sit in the shade. I don't like the sun touching me. I this appreciate is a solid. Uh, this is a solid case for Athena, by the by. Oh, thanks. I I am wooed by her. <laughs> don't come on her leg. She doesn't like it. Who <laughs> does? Know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Who does? Who's is like? Finally, this is my dream come true. Right. <laughs> doesn't even moisturize. It's not like <laughs> you'd be like extra free moisturizer. <laughs> You're like, oh, you're like, I have to take a gross. I have to take an unexpected shower. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> uh, right. To worship our darling Athena, uh, the Parthenon is still standing today. So that is her most famous temple. The ancient cult of Athena centers around the Acropolis. Uh, in the Parthenon, which housed an image of of the goddess and the sculpture, it was made of wood and covered in golden ivory and clothed in a real dress. Uh, she would have gotten a new dress as part of the Panathenaea festival, uh, all of which Athens, except the slaves, would gather in honor of the goddess. Uh, they had slaves back then, too, and they didn't get to do anything, usually. <clears throat> yeah, she's one of the higher up where you had to be, like, a citizen to worship her in public. Really, the but only when one... You say a, when you say a citizen, that's just men. Are women in on this or not at all? No, women were allowed to worship, too. So, like, Athena was one of the bougie god goddesses in the respect that... Um, a lot of the higher-up deities, you had to be not only a citizen, but you had to have usually wealth um, to, to worship at their temple. I'm sure that, you know, other people probably had small altars or whatever, but there was very, there's very few deities where it wasn't, um, you didn't have to be high up in, in Greek society. And those were like Dionysus, Pan, uh, I believe Demeter as well. And that was because they were more earthly, uh, tied to the earth, tied to like, you know, Dionysus was the, the grape, Pan was for the shepherds, uh, Demeter is the harvest. So the there was there was definitely a hierarchy in who could worship and when. But most of the time, the women were allowed to worship. Um, and in cases of the goddesses, and I think with Athena, um, there was, they definitely had um, highborn nobles. Daughters? Was that mm -hmm. the one where they had the highborn noble daughters were the ones that would like do the work. were allowed to participate in the yeah do the oh, okay. do the worshiping. Yeah, this is great. So much good information. Mm. Dionysus is really the one that I have the most on because he's such a big part of theater history. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So so I I I I'm intimately familiar with like the culture around him, but not so much around a lot of the others. Yeah, they. Um, I forgot that Dionysus was uh, very ingrained in the history. That does make yeah, me. The first festivals were mm -hmm. in his name. 
That right. makes me wonder how much of Apollo gets, uh, besides the theater named for him, uh, gets uh, stage uh, lore built around him because he's the god of poetry and music and stuff I'm like that. Singing, singing, singing. I mean, Apollo, the theater, I, or the I, Apollo. I, yeah, sure. But as someone who has an advanced degree in theater history, uh, he doesn't come up a lot. Mm. That's I'm pretty sh- surprising too. And, and we spend a lot of time in Greece in the beginning. Hmm. Um, it's a lot of Dionysus back then. I wonder then if that's also... Like, what's up? I was going to say, I wonder if that's also tied to the fact that Apollo was another one of the deities that was more of the the higher ups of him. And I wonder if maybe... That's why Dionysus was more mm. brought into everything because I don't think theater people back then were considered. No, like, they would have been nobles. Like, no, huh? It's good to know. No, that makes sense because the the lower born actors and stuff like that would have been closer to Dionysus. And uh, I love Apollo, but he he definitely smells like uh, I'm gonna go sit over here and play the lute and <laughs> think my thoughts. Right. <laughs> Just have bottle service brought to the table. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh, you guys. Side note. I was out to eat the other night. And uh, and they came over to ask me if I wanted water, which I did. And they they said, do you want bottled water or local water? And I was like, are we calling tapped water local water now? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> freaking hips no places. <laughs> Locally sourced water. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, oh, is that what we're doing like, with tap? Oh my god. Locally oh, sourced water. My god. I was like, perfect. That's the end of everything. I said I'd like some locally yeah, really. sourced water, please. Like, the world is burning down around me, but yes, I'll have some locally sourced water. We're lucky we even get water out of our taps. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I get, It must work. I mean... People must be like, I'll take bottled water over filthy tap water, filthy peasant water. I won't drink tap water, though. I'll drink tap water. It tastes fine yeah, on Long Island. I don't super care. Though. I'm okay um, with tap water. Yeah, but, I know. But, like, it depends on where you are, right? Mm. Some right. places tap water is gross. In Belize, we don't drink the water. No. <laughs> Wait till we get to those gods. They like a good yeah, game of head basketball. Yeah, drinking is a very... <laughs> Alright, sorry, I derailed. No, I did. I okay, had to talk right, about local great. water. The only Greek god I know anything about. I... <laughs> but this is great. No, go ahead. I'm all, into, I'm all into Athena right now. As the goddess of wisdom and rational thought, she did not have any mystery cults like Dionysus and the other gods would have. The involved the initiates becoming intoxicated or partaking in friendly, frenzied acts because she was very, like, self-control. Like, I'm sure even with, like, jizz on her leg, she was self-controlled about it. She wasn't, like, she didn't just hole off and deck him. She was like, oh, I never. <laughs> and, like, casually walked away. As far as, uh, like, her humanity, her dealing in human affairs... Uh, she aided Perseus in his quest to kill Medusa. Uh, and then Perseus gave the head of Medusa onto her polished shield. 
So, oh, so uh, Athena said, take my polished shield so it, he could angle it and, like, look at Medusa in a mirror and be able to kill her. Uh, oh, I didn't realize she played such a big role in that. Yeah. That's what's fun about the Greek and Roman gods is they really, like, get up in your business. Like, whatever your business is, they need to, uh, like, a slice of the action. <laughs> what, what are we doing over here? This looks interesting. Sounds like you're having a big fight. Can I help? <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> What's all that? They really do it in the Trojan War. It's like a little, like the the humans in the war are like action figures to the gods. Because uh, they all pick a side. Yeah. Hera and Athena fought against Paris because he said that Aphrodite was the best looking. Um, to be fair to Paris, though, Aphrodite to took fair. her clothes off. Like They were like, aren't I pretty? Look at my face and my brain and my personality. And Aphrodite dropped the robe immediately and she's like, what about this? <laughs> and he was like, you're the prettiest thing mm -hmm. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she, yeah, that's pretty predictable. Yeah, she's like, second ladies. Good things have evolved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. She brought food to Achilles before his fight in the Trojan War. Uh, it was just like little things like that, like peppered around the uh, the battlefield. But she also like because the war started dragging on. She also stops Achilles from killing King Agamemnon uh, because the war would last even longer. And I guess she was quite through with it. <laughs> they think Athena helped Hercules hold up the world when Atlas went to get the apples in that uh, when they switched places. Because uh, it would have been a lot even for Hercules to hold up. So maybe she came by and she was like, what if I leaned on it a little bit and took uh, some of that weight? She's like, what are you doing? That looks heavy. Can I help? <laughs> She's like, it makes sense. Mm. Uh, also, I have the windows open, finally, because it's nice out. And mm. the ice cream man has stopped in front of my house. But anyways, go ahead. That ice cream That's man. Awesome. He's not a regular <laughs> ice cream man. He's like a, a non-name brand ice cream man, which makes me think he's the weed ice cream man. He's a murderer. <laughs> Yeah, he's a murder man. But, uh, <laughs> and ice cream, ice cream is just his cover. Yeah, like, probably. It's not the softy theme. It's not good humor or or anything. It's like it says like like Buddy's soft serve on the side, and I'm like, uh, that guy's the drug dealer in this neighborhood. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, Anyways, sorry. Michael just came home with a pile of green oak tag because we're going to take a green screen picture because somebody didn't want to buy me a green screen background. <laughs> so he just got some oak oh, tag boy. instead. Where do you even get oak tag these days? I don't know. Where did you get that oak tag? Dollar store. Um, there's like a... Uh -oh. Not a dollar store, but like a cheapy store in Belmore. There's like a 99 cent store in Belmore. It's not the Dollar Tree. It's like some other cheap store. Wow, remember Oak Tag you yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a perfect green for green screening. I bet. I just, like, so many things came into my memory when I think, like, I haven't thought about Oak Tag in, like, 40 years. Oak Tag. He has to take a green screen I picture. I I don't know if they talked about this with you, Juliana, yeah. but 
they have to take this green screen picture, the band, so they can find somebody who can Photoshop them into the same picture for their album cover or whatever. Oh, yes. I, that was part of the conversation, that they were not all in the same place, so there was going to have to be some magic. I mean, I would have put three in one place and had the one guy in Nevada take his picture on the green screen and chop him into an existing picture, the three of them together, but they want to do it all separate. It's fine. I understand why you'd want to do it most efficiently, and I understand why the artists want to do it that way. Mm. I mean, maybe they have a fantastical background that they'd like to use. <laughs> nah, it's not even about that. It's just about everybody wanting their affair shape. Mm. Well, I, get it. I hope they like, yeah, don't look like your way, your way is easiest and fastest, and there's nothing wrong with it. But like, artists. You guys are weird. <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. It wants individuals. Yeah, yeah, and there's, but, and there's no point. And, like, it's a little bit more inconvenient. But, like, whatever. It, whatever gets it done, you know? Oh, for sure. I'll be taking the picture, so. That's my, that's my general theory on things. Whatever gets it done. <laughs> All right, back to oh, it. You'll be taking the picture, so it'll be awesome. All right, Aww, thanks. What is she notorious for? She turned Medusa into Medusa. So, and helped yeah. kill her. Oh, so. then, it, then it's only right that she helped kill her. All right. Then she, she loses the Medusa point. <laughs> well, well uh, isn't it too that uh, only her and Zeus are allowed to wear the golden head um, clothing? Yes. Uh, she, yeah, they're the only ones allowed to wear that. Medusa used to be a priestess of Athena. And there was some untoward, either wanted or unwanted uh, behavior out of Poseidon and her. And Athena turned her into Medusa as punishment. We've been over this like a million times. It's like an odd fit because Athena's not really like a revenge person. Like she doesn't get revenge on Hephaestus or anybody about like anything. She's just like, Ugh, whatever, fine. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Because she's strategic and focused. Yeah, she is super focused. She's like, on time for this trash. But uh, the the real, one of the real good stories that have lasted is between her and Arachne. I don't know if you've ever heard of Arachne, the spider. I've heard of her, but I don't know a lot about her. She, uh, she was bragging at what a good weaver she was of, like, clothes or whatever, tapestries. And better even than Athena. She's like, I'm so good. Athena sucks bad. I'm the best. And Athena was like, <clears throat> I, I'm sorry. Did you say something about how good a, a, a spinner you are? Uh, and she said, I only speak the truth. And if Athena thinks otherwise, then let her come down and challenge me herself. And then Athena revealed herself and the contest began. So, like, she's not normally one for like revenge and stuff like that. But this is a very specific request. Well, she also, she also did give the lady time to take it back. Like, right. And she wouldn't. Right. She was like, are you sure you mean any of this? And she's like, I mean it. Yeah. She's I mean, like, if you're going to double down, you got to pay a price. <laughs> uh, Athena's weaving represented four separate contests between morals and the gods in which the gods punish mortals. mortals. What? 
mortals. You said morals. <laughs> I'm sorry, mortals. Between morals, yeah, the gods have none. And <laughs> no morals, no scruples whatsoever. <laughs> uh, the mortals and the gods, uh, the gods punished mortals for setting themselves as equal of the gods. Arachne's weaving depicted the gods, particularly Zeus, has had misled and abused mortals, tricking and seducing many women. Not untrue. But this made Athena mad because the content, because it was done more beautifully than hers. She ripped Arachne's work into shreds and hit her on the head three times. Terrified and ashamed, Arachne hanged herself. Then Ath- Athena said, Damn. Live on then, yet hang, condemned one. But lest you are careless in the future, the same condition is declared in punishment against your descendants to the last generation. After saying this, she sprinkled her with juice of Hecate's herb. And immediately at the touch of the dark poison, Arachne's hair fell out, and with it went her nose, ears, and head shrank to the smallest size, and her whole body became tiny. Her slender fingers stuck to the, st- stuck to her side as legs. The rest is belly, from which she still spins a thread, and as a spider weaves her ancient web. Isn't that a nice little poem? It is. But that's what happens. She gets turned into a spider. Uh, that's the kind of spiteful all the gods are, though. Like Apollo does the same kind of stuff. He's like, oh, you think you're better at me than this? Try playing it upside down with your feet. It's a wind instrument. and they're like what are you what and he's like just kidding i skinned you alive goodbye (laughs) that's a hell of a follow-up yeah they're not yeah they don't like losing yeah that's like on any level the ultimate slight is to to think you're better than them and then actually be better than them not for long (laughs) Yeah, then your ass gets skinned alive. I mean, don't do it. Why do that? There was, uh, oh gosh, which goddess was it? Leto. I agree. It's not like there isn't precedent. I would not. I would. I would be like, oh, you beat me. Good job. Right. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even think it out loud. Like, nope. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'd be like, I do all right. <laughs> Not as good as so and so. I I heard, and I'm sure I'm sure it's true that all those like Persian rugs and stuff, there's always one blemish somewhere in them, because only God yeah. is perfect. Yep. That's what I would be doing with my weaving. I'd be like, mm, because only Athena would weave a perfect tapestry. So there's like one thread out of place. <laughs> right, and you scared. certainly don't want to call attention to yourself. No. I'd be like, this old trash. I gotta go. I would be a spider. <laughs> Uh, where you see her in popular culture, uh, the Parthenon in Greece still exists, and they made a complete replica in Tennessee. And we can go, vi- well, we can't go visit that. They're on the shit list here in New York, right? Yeah, for now. Like, uh, the statue, Parthenon, uh, it's in Nashville, and there's a statue inside and everything. It was part of... Yeah, it's a... The Centennial Park. Mm, boo, though, is... Boo, div- Tennessee would care so much. 
I don't know. It was divine. It was designed by a Confederate veteran and built in 1897 as part of the Tennessee Centennial Exposition. Hmm. Interesting. I'm like, it's even more interesting that what even like a Confederate? Really? Hmm. Interesting. I thought they always had like a mm, more of like a holy roller feel to them. Where like, why would they pick that of all things? Why would they pick the goddess of strategic war when you're on the losing because side of one? Because they lost. Because I'm like, I'm like, did you just lose a war and thank <laughs> Athena for it? <laughs> no, they we're hoping that should there be a next time the South does rise again. <laughs> Can you imagine me like, I'll pick up and she's like, whatever, bro. <laughs> she's like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hello? Can you guys hear me? Okay, so... I mean... Hmm? Oh, my goodness. This volume seems so special and different now. I hope it all meets up. It's fine. Everything's going great. Uh, Everything's great. Sorry to cut you off there. I don't remember what I was saying. We were talking about where to find Athena in popular culture. The Athena Mars rover... Each Mars exploration rover carries an integrated suite of scientific instruments called the Athena Science Payload. That's pretty cool. I did not know that. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's objective. I don't. You might know already, Juliana, you're a space nerd. The Athena Science Investigation is to explore two sites on the Martian surface where they think water might have been present. And to assist, assess past environmental conditions. That's great. Yeah, right? Uh, Sigmund Freud used her as a mirror for feminism. And she's the patron of many universities who have statues of her in their hallways. And she doesn't have any kids uh, except that one adopted one. Weren't you telling me, Teresa, that he has a statue of Athena on his desk, Freud? I think, think so. Oh. Very probably. You, you personally used to have a statue of Athena. <laughs> I did. Maybe I just don't know what <laughs> it, it's, it happens. <laughs> uh, in Greek, I'm sorry, in Roman mythology, her equivalent is Minerva, but she's not considered a war goddess for Rome. She's just the goddess of wisdom and crafts and arts. So she's not as held up as it. So they split Athena into two goddesses: Minerva for the arts and crafts and wisdom side, and Bellona for the war side. Yeah, they didn't like to give. I'm. I was still surprised that they even had a female war deity for the Romans. Mm. Athena yeah. was too much goddess for them. They had to break it up. Break up the fun. Probably. <laughs> so, about right. So that's it. That's uh, Athena's big old story. That's a great story, man. Do you have any questions? Any Athena-based questions? I don't know if I have any Athena-based questions. I learned a lot of new information in there in terms of, like, her involvement in art that I didn't really know. Mm. That's exciting. Um, oh, jeez. And she definitely sounds like my kind of gal, you know? Like, she takes no bullshit from anybody. No. Uh, and is kind of, like, focused and just, like, fuck you about everything else. 
You know, like mm. you probably like to hang out with her and party with her, but you don't want to fuck with her. I feel like that's the kind of vibe I like to get. You know what? What about her? She um, normally Hera hates all of Zeus's extramarital children, but mm. she, and she's not wild about Athena, but she'll like team up with Athena. Oh, that's yeah, a there's a mutual thing. respect between the two of them. That is good. I mean, and that's not a uh, relationship that exists a lot. Mm-mm. As you said, <laughs> especially in the, in the world where like people get eaten. <laughs> That's true. I respect you, but I'm gonna eat you now. Yeah, the oracle said I had to. Sorry, <laughs> so sorry. Oh my goodness. So, um, I will say this: mm. she doesn't. It's this is an interesting pairing. Because, like, Athena doesn't sound, I like to, is there anything at all whimsical about her? Like, for Stephanie, it seems like she's going to be all whimsy, and Athena does not seem like she has any whimsy whatsoever. Correct? I said, uh, I don't remember the exact words I used with Danny earlier, but I said, uh, Athena's, Athena is the goddess of, like, I said, like, feministic power, like, no fucking around. Yeah. She's like standing there, hands on hips. She's like, I will tear you to pieces. But like, so she's like the that kind of goddess. Persephone, at the same time, she's the goddess of like, like romanticism. Like that, that ideal yeah. where. These are interesting gods to juxtapose, I think. I think Athena is, is, you know, I have a soft spot for Athena and Persephone both because they were the deities that I actually covered the first time around. Um, but Athena definitely, one of the things I like about her is she's not known for being hot headed. And I feel yeah. like that might be why she's a good feminist icon. Mm. Um, That's the word because, I was you know, women for. get, women get so much like BS about our emotions and flying off the handle and whatever. And Athena's the goddess of wisdom and strategic battle. So if she doesn't think it's worth the fight, like she's going to think it out. And if she doesn't think it's worth the fight, she's just going to leave. But if she decides it's worth the fight, she is going to fuck your shit up. Like, yeah, I you do. are not recovering from that. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. I do love that idea. And I also feel like Athena is a very good, like a very good god to have around right now. Yeah, you know, yeah, like we could use as much female power and strategic planning mm -hmm. as we can get, you know. Um, so like that's there's there's a there is a a very strong case for her if you if you want to apply this decision, which I suppose I can because I get to decide. You do. But if you're if in applying the decision to current events, mm. right? She's a strong choice. But should we go over Persephone and then we can sure. smoosh them around for a minute before we make a decision? See, see what comes out? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Persephone is uh, the queen of the underworld. Her symbols include the narcissist flower and the pomegranate. Uh, one of the reasons that the narcissist flower is considered um, Persephone's uh, persona is because some say that Hades might have planted the flowers to entice Persephone to come closer so that he could grab her. Uh, she is the daughter of Zeus and Demeter. 
the only thing is, is she, her parentage, which is actually pretty high. I mean, she is the parent, she is the child of two, you know, pure deities. Uh, it never got her up to the level of the 12 Olympians, even though Zeus's other children did. She is, she predates Hera as far as, um, as far as the fact that Demeter and Zeus had Persephone long enough before Hera came around that Hera actually does not fuck with Demeter and she does not fuck with Persephone ever, which is unusual. Yeah, which is unusual for Hera because she doesn't care like when Zeus was seeing these people. She usually will screw with their kids as often as possible. She yeah, will not mess cut. with Persephone. That's um, a big statement, also. Yes. And it may be, it was probably more due to Demeter uh, than mm. Persephone. Uh, one of the things that we, you know, and I say this almost every podcast, is every time we do um, a deity, especially ones that are connected so heavily. So with Persephone's story, you have Persephone, Demeter, and Hades. It's really hard to not tell everybody's story at the same time when you're telling, you know, the story of one of them. Um, but it's definitely a hers, yours, and then the possible real story of what happened. So Demeter's story is that Hades kidnapped her. Persephone says that, you know, Hades lured her in and she eventually fell in love with him. And a Hades story is that Zeus promised Persephone to him as his wife. And he just took what he was supposed to do. But Hades never told Demeter that he did that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why Demeter was so pissed off. <laughs> so there's yeah. definitely, it depends on which side of the story you're coming in on is, is kind of how it happened. But the bottom line is she does go to Hades. She does eat six pomegranate seeds. Demeter does let the earth die the six months when she doesn't have her daughter. And when Persephone comes in, comes back to meet her happy again and spring happened. So seeing as we just hit the equinox, the autumn equinox, mm. you could say that this is the time Persephone's going back home. She's going back to live with Hades. She's got a couple of bags already there. Started. Right. <laughs> She's yeah. heading for the train station. <laughs> Pouring those last drinks. Um, one of my, some of the favorite things is that it doesn't matter whose side of the story either Hades or Persephone is being told Hades worships Persephone. Um, Hades town was a great play, but they made Hades way more domineering than the stories actually have him being towards Persephone. Um, in, in every case that Hades has, in almost every case that Hades has allowed somebody to leave the underworld. It's because Persephone asked him to. Um, there was cases where somebody's music touched her, so she asked Zo uh, Hades to let them go. Um, somebody's story about looking for his dead wife, you know, touched Persephone, and, and she talked Hades into letting him out. He will do anything for her. She has almost as much power as Hera, being the queen of the underworld. Because Hera is the queen of Olympus and the, the heavens, and then Hades is the or, uh, Persephone is the queen of the underworld. So I think that's why they get romanticized a lot hmm. because he's so in love with her, even though the origins were a little dicey. 
They're questionable, no, but not the no. most questionable out of any of these particular no, parents. No, that's why I use the word dicey. It's it's very hard to it's very hard to blame Hades for even if he full on abducted Persephone when he was told by Zeus, who was her father, that this was going to be his bride. And I know we're looking at it in the 20th century version, but back then, if a father gave you know, his daughter to be a bride, the, the husband-to-be had every right to take her. So, you know, that's where it gets like, we have to not look at it in a 20th century view. Um, that's fair. Yeah. And also, he should have told Demeter. Because <laughs> he did Demeter would have punched because him Because he scared face. of her. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I'm not telling yeah. her. She's a psycho. <laughs> and up until the point where she became the goddess of the underworld, Demeter and her... Um, were both deities that were celebrated with the harvest. She was considered the maiden, um, and then Demeter had the mother role. And then sometimes they would throw Hecate in as the the um, crone. Mother, what is it? Mother made crone. I was gonna say whore. I don't even know where that came from. She's like, <laughs> well, you know. No. There's part of the other thing they say is that the interpretation of the myth may represent um, the fact that. There was the Greek practice of girls marrying very early in their teens, and then they would move away from their mothers. So um, they also think that that might have been part of like why the story is so in-depth about Demeter looking for her and missing her. Hmm. Um, she has equal power on the throne. Hera does not. No, she doesn't. So does that's she? A, yeah. She doesn't. Hades... It doesn't say that Hades actually cheated on her. There was one time that he was kind of into this nymph named Minth, mm. like Grendela. Um, and Persephone got pissed off and, and turned her into a mint leaf. <laughs> so, I mean, Persephone is not, she's actually not really, she's not really as light as people think she is. Um, she's like, that's she, my man! <laughs> right. Well, she also fell in love with some a uh, mortal, so her and Aphrodite both fell in love with the mortal Adonis. Right, and they couldn't agree between them who deserved him more. So Zeus got irritated, and said um, that uh, Adonis had to split his time between the uh, you know the regular world and the underworld, so that Aphrodite and Persephone could share him. But <laughs> Adonis ended up loving Aphrodite more, and he wouldn't go back to the underworld. So Persephone sent a wild boar to kill him, and um, she figured and then he would have to be stuck in the underworld with her. But then Zeus was like, oh, my God, you guys can't even play nice, and he turned him into a flower, and now nobody's got it. Uh, <laughs> that's um, weird. At least, he at least he didn't fucking eat him. Right. <laughs> he could have been like, So, yeah, she wasn't, keep she wasn't super, like, sweet. <laughs> Maybe she gets that streak uh, from her mom. Such... Hmm? Maybe she gets these that anger. Oh, go on. Interest... You, you, Juliana. Me? Yep. Oh, uh, these are such interesting gods to juxtapose. Like, <laughs> they are. This is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is also, because she was the queen of the underworld, um, the Greeks actually thought that it would be best to appease her 
um, to get a better position in the afterlife. So they would bury their dead with tablets and gold leaves to to appease Persephone and ask her for help. So they would uh, they would ask her for help during the journey through hate uh, through the underworld. Uh, probably because you know she was known to a appeal to Hades' soft spot. What was the appeal for her in the underworld, though? You know the appeal. Like, yeah, because hey, oh sorry, my kittens really love my sweatshirt, <laughs> and she just tried to drag me off camera. Um, I mean, besides being in love with Hades, like. I will admit that what I'm about to say is informed largely by Hades Town, which is probably not super accurate, but um, it seems that, I mean, no matter how you look at it, hell, the underworld is is a heavy, dark yeah. place, and that just doesn't, it seems antithetical to her, and I know that's the point, but like, she loved him so much that she was just like, cool, be the lord of hell. And No, she accidentally ate six pomegranate seeds. Um, oh. So she has to stay for six months out of the year. Whether she loves him or not, she's bound by whatever. Okay, so she doesn't have any say in that. Not in the six months, no. Okay. Um, and that was a direct result of Zeus interfering when Demeter finally like lost her shit and just was like letting everything die and Zeus was like, Oh my God. He said, that's fine. She can come back as long as she didn't eat anything. And then come to find out she had eaten six pomegranate seeds, which is why the pomegranate is actually one of her symbols. Ah, okay. Yeah. Who's feeling s satisfied okay. after six lousy pomegranate seeds? Let me tell you, I work up more I mean, than six seeds worth of trouble to get them out of that fruit in the first place. I know, but they taste yeah, so good. Yeah, pomegranates are a lot of work. I know. Oh, yeah. But you can also buy them already. Oh, I tried that, and they were spoiled. Like, somebody, like does the, uh, somebody does the work for you. I like to dig them all out and then put them in the fridge. Mm. And then eat them like, like chips when I'm working on the computer. Six at a time. They are delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, And then my fingers are all red. All right. So, her legacy... Uh, Persephone was actually one of the women, the Amazon women in the Wonder Woman film. Uh, one of the the Amazons was named Persephone. I had not realized this until I saw that. Uh, she's the one that's killed by Hippolyta for her treachery. Um, she was in the TV show Firefly. It was Yay. one of the border planets. Well, it yeah, it was one of the border planets. Mm-hmm. It sure was. That shows the uh, best. She was featured in the Stephen King book called The Duma Key. She's, her character is actually named Perse, P-E-R-S-E. -E. Um, and then you find out later at the end of the book that her name is actually Persephone. Uh, her name was given to the prison facility in Bioshock 2. <laughs> uh, she's in Gods of War. Uh, let's see. She's in a Dead Can Dance album. Of course, she's in Hades Town. She's in a webcomic. Um, I will called... say, go on. What? She's in a webcomic the... called Lore Olympus. That's got quite a lot of traction. Yeah. Yes, I've been seeing it um, pop up on Facebook a lot lately. It's really like, good. People it's... just like screenshots. It does look good. Mint is in it. Um, I will say, <laughs> I will say, in 
Hades Town, there was a, a moment where they talk about their lost love and how they used to be good together. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay. So that kind of like, you know, they had to get back to that. Uh, she has children. Mm. Her and, and Hades have uh, three children. Uh, Makara, she's the goddess of blessed death. Uh, blessed death meaning like an easy death. Like she she just died. Or you, uh, the person died. Maloney, the goddess of ghosts. And Zagoras <laughs> is possibly the son of Hades and Persephone. But it's also possible that it could be the son of Zeus and Persephone because Zeus tried to trick Persephone and showed up as Hades. Mm. When the baby was born, yeah, when the baby was born, it looked like Zeus. So they sent it to Olympus. They never raised this child. <laughs> but he is the goddess, the god of mysteries, hunting, and rebirth. Okay. So not a whole lot to do with the underworld compared mm. to the other two children, yeah. which probably means that Zeus's kid. But that wasn't Persephone's fault. Zeus is a real piece of work, man. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in Roman mythology, she's known as Proserpina, and she has the exact same stories. Oh, I thought of one more thing. She's portrayed in the Percy Jackson books um, okay. and the movie, but she is she's played by Rosario Dawson, which is great. But the characterization in the movie is a fucking nightmare. It's so bad. I really, uh, I read a couple of those books, and I thought the books were were enjoyable, but they really dropped the ball on them. They really I did. I mean, that's always the case, but did they you had see a that real they're going to do a series? So they're going to turn it into a series now. Yeah, on the CW. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I think it's on Netflix or Hulu original. I don't even think it's like network television. I thought it was CW. What? I thought it was going to be the CW, but maybe not. Maybe. Oh, but then the oh, CW maybe it But then the CW is going to make that weird Gen Z porn version. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're not wrong. <laughs> like, You're not wrong. Uh, it just, listen, whatever. It just Go on. Yeah. I, I wish it was a Hulu. Maybe I was just like projecting. I wish it was a Hulu or a Netflix too. And like, yeah. listen, I got no problem with the CW shows. I like them. It's just when they take something like Archie Comics and in the first episode, Archie is fucking Mrs. Grundy. I can't, I can't move past <laughs> Oh, her. yeah. He's like, fucking the teacher. And then she oh, ends up murdered I, later. I the only CW show I watch is Supernatural. <laughs> oh, because she's young and hot, though, in this version. Oh. But, like, oh. I can't get my brain out of the comic. Like, I can't make the transition. No, I can't unsee that so, in like, my brain now. Yeah, they lost me straight away. And they're supposed to be high school sophomores and i didn't know college sophomores with bodies like kj appa let me tell you <laughs> if yeah. i was a teacher in high school and they all looked like him i'd be in a lot of trouble a lot of trouble yeah i'd be like hey, i'm going to jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right we digress <laughs> we cw that is that, like listen i'm sure that would be uh-oh now nah, she's Dana there drops her phone or something she'll pop back in um, so do you have any questions about Persephone? Let's see. Um, no, you were very thorough. <laughs> <laughs> you were both very thorough. Um, I feel like my big problem now is 
to figure out how to make a decision, right? Because well, it depends on. Oh, is she gone again? No, no, she's no, ducked yeah. down. All right. It depends on uh, how to frame it. Because they're both obviously worthy of moving forward. Is there a tiebreaker question? Whoa, my volume, Jesus. Uh, is there like a tiebreaker question or anything that you can think of? Like uh, perfume preferences or like oh, see, some my, ridiculous things? My thing. questions were going to be, um, yeah, that's funny. All right, I guess riddle me this. If each of them were here right now, what would they do to improve the uh, diaper fire that is 2020? Mm. I don't think either would of them they would not? do like, that. They would neither what would their of them movie? would. I think neither of them would do anything. Because Persephone no, is the I underworld. No, I think Athena would. Eh. I, I think... Okay, I, and I'm actually going against my, you know, like who I'm supposed to be defending. But <laughs> I think with I think with all of women's rights being threatened right now, mm. um, I do think that Athena would step in. Oh, even you know, it was. I was thinking about. I was thinking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like the whole time she was talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I, I do think, I do think that if Athena was a deity that people worshipped mainstream now, I'm sure that some people still worship her. I do think that there would be an outcry of women begging her for help mm. at this point. They may well still be um, because. Right, because you don't just have women's issues being threatened. I mean, the arts are being threatened. Like, there's so many different things being threatened. You know, people are fighting senseless wars. And I don't just mean, like, actual armies. But, I mean, I don't think she would have put up with... I think she would have stepped in when the National Guard stepped in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, that would have been There's very strategic. I think yeah. Persephone would have gone the route of her mother and probably thought that let the world die. And I don't mean that like let people die, but I mean, let the cleansing happen. And that sounds not, I don't mean like ethnic cleansing or anything like that. I just, no, mean, like, I know what you like mean. Like a forest fire, like a forest fire and let yeah. spring come back. You yeah, know? yeah. Let this failed experiment burn itself out. Right, we like we, we have six over. months of bullshit, and then you know maybe we can start anew. See, I like both of your answers there. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? What are what are each of them having to drink tonight? Mm. Oh my gosh, uh, I think Athena is probably having. Huh, I don't know. Uh, let me let me ask. Let me say that. What is what is that one drink? I don't know. I was going to say the blood of my enemies. <laughs> That's, a solid. That's a solid answer. That's an, I'll accept that as the answer. Oh, that's so funny because I'm like, I don't know, Manhattan neat? Like, she was very posh. She'd be like, excuse me, do you have a muddle? You know, and the bartender's the like, blood of my enemies. I'm 21 and the answer's no, I don't even have garnish. <laughs> What would Persephone be drinking? Well, something made out of pomegranates. Mm. Mm. 
what is it a pro- what's that drink that I always like? The mojitos. Maybe she would have a pomegranate mojito. <laughs> I was like a seven no. and seven. <laughs> you like? Yeah, I only have two. Yeah, I only have complete white trash or total hipster. <laughs> no. Nice. I I feel the mojito. I love a good mojito. I do yeah. too. Mint is so refreshing. It really is. All right. Although I had a watermelon one in Pennsylvania, and it was delicious. Mm. Mojito? Mm. I miss booze so much. You'll be able to get that. I miss booze more than anything else. I will be able to get it back, but I've got some friends that can't. Like, I... it's too unpredictable for them. From the surgery or from their behavior? But like, No, uh, from the surgery. Like, I have a friend that she'll drink a beer, and sometimes that beer will do nothing, and sometimes that beer will, like, make her have to take a cab home. Mm. And she's like, so I don't drink anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, like, during this quarantine, I have had moments where I'm like, oh, I would love to eat a piece of pizza, blah, blah, blah. But I've had moments when I realized that I can't. Like, the day that HR called me, and I realized I couldn't have a glass of whiskey, I was like, yeah! Well, will you let me know when it's whiskey right. time? I'll come over. I'll help. Yeah. Maybe on New Year's. Probably the beginning. Maybe, maybe for my birthday, the beginning of next year. Mm. I was going to say New Year's because I don't want to see oh, yeah. any humans. That's great. New Year's. Oh, yeah. New Year's would be great. Uh, all right. I have things to say. <laughs> okay. All right. That was really amazing. And I'm, I am really um, torn. And I'll tell you why, because like my heart wants to go one way and my head wants to go a different way. Mm. And that's awfully predictable given the circumstances. But the battle is fierce between them, as is often true in other things. But I think that my final decision is informed by, unfortunately, because I can't get away from it, informed by current events. So I'm going to have to go with my head and choose Athena. Oh, but, but there is like, when I tell you the sliver of difference yeah. in the choice is so small because I would love, part of me would love to just be like, fine, burn it to the ground, start over. Like, that was such a, be- a great analogy for where it would be. Um, but I think that I feel my role in right now is to sort of dig in and get involved in a way that I never have before. And that, so that's why I'm putting my my money behind Athena. But I, can I totally am. I can support that. All right. Yeah, I appreciate not, it because, like, I was. I love Persephone, but yeah, I totally support I'm, that. I I understand it. I'm kind of heartbroken about it because I learned so much more about Persephone that I learned a lot about both of them that surprised me. Um, but we need an Athena right now. I think that is where I I got this decision. Yeah, from, that I. Like, I if man. I could call, if I could call one of them and appeal to them right now, she would probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. Oh, I think right. it's a solid choice. I mean, I would have been happy with either of them, but I definitely like your reason behind Athena. Mm. All right, nice. Yeah, there was no bad choice here, but I felt like no. the reasoning 
It was, this was, I'll tell you, man, this was way more introspective than I expected it to be. <laughs> we go for the hard hits. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm into it. All right. Oh, so how Athena exciting. is advancing. Woo. Uh, she is first into her little bracket. And uh, in two weeks, we'll do an episode of Hecate versus Aphrodite. Oh, that next matchup is going to be good. Yeah, the god, she's the <laughs> goddess of magic versus. I mean, Athena, lust and Athena love. versus Hecate, or uh oh. Oh, so yeah, that's no, it'll Hecate be Aphrodite, but then in the next round, it'll be Athena versus one of those two. Right, either Hecate or nice. Aphrodite. So war or love, if it's Persephone, or war and magic, if it's Hecate. Because uh, Hecate is mm, also considered exciting. a virgin goddess. So if it's two, two virgins stepping up to the plate. Solid. Yeah. Right? Very good. Very good. Got anything you want to plug, Miss awesome. Juliana? Do I want to plug? Oh, my God. I was unprepared to plug. <laughs> if you need, if you require consulting or public relations services, please reach out to these lovely, uh, your lovely podcast hosts to get in touch with me and send, give them five-star reviews immediately. Yeah, perfect. That is we'll perfect. We'll post your information once we have it too. It's true. We'll leave links when yeah. links become available. Uh, if you want to yep. find us, uh, I threatened to change our Twitter account, but I didn't do it. Uh, so it's just sitting there dormant at Last God Stand Pod. And Facebook is Last God Standing, Instagram and Gmail, Last God Standing Pod. Uh, we are hosted at Podbean, lastgodstanding.podbean.com. You can find us on all your favorite podcast apps, your iTunes, your Spotify's, your whatever, Podcast Addict. Um, you can leave a review in there. Do that. I'll read out your review. Should you leave one, do it. And I will thank, thank my darling husband, Michael Giacino, for writing our theme music. And... Uh, thank you, listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.